One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. In this week's Work of the Week, we are given a picture of earthly paradise, Eden. And to help me paint that picture is none other than assistant curator Michael Waldron from the Crawford Art Gallery. Michael, I don't know if I'd ever be a decent painter. I'm sure everybody can give it a go. And I suppose there's a painter inside everybody. But over the last year, year and a half, we've learned how to maybe paint pictures on the radio, at least with words. And today we've quite a challenge because to me, if you suggest the Garden of Eden to somebody, everybody has their own picture of paradise. And I know the Garden of Eden is an earthly paradise. But what we're looking at is Tom Clement's picture of Eden. So, I mean, it's a simple question. How do you paint a picture of paradise, of Eden? <laughs> a hard answer. It's a very hard question. <laughs> if you think, yeah, what is someone's idea of paradise or heaven or whatever, you know, there might be some normal or regular things that pop up into people's minds, like palm trees or, yeah. or whatever. But what if, you're, what if you live in, <laughs> in, in one person's idea of paradise? You know, it's the other man's grass, right? Yeah. So maybe they have a, a different idea. Maybe a snow-capped mountain is paradise. So if we think about this painting, Eden, by Tom Clement, it is a landscape. Mm. Um, it, I mean, it has a recognisable sort of role of a landscape in the sense that it kind of unfolds in front of us. Yeah. But it isn't a realist landscape. You know, you're not seeing sheep here. You're not seeing cottages or, or anything like that. And so it's a very, very large painting, almost two and a half metres wide wow. by 1.8 metres tall. So the height of a person, really. And what we have is a sort of a geometric landscape. So it's very colourful. Very. If we start at the top back, there's a sort of a like a yellow ochre, possibly slightly gold sky, if we want to call it that. Mm, mm. And then over it is a sort of a dappled or patches of grey, which maybe it's cloud. And then beneath that, you have what seems to be really the grey of concrete. And this is essentially what we could, if we wanted, call kind of mountains. And then we come into the foreground, if we want to call it that, which is super colourful. It, it takes the kind of the role of hills undulating across the canvas, but then it's broken up into geometric shapes. Mm. So if you can imagine within the shape of the hills, someone has drawn various lines that create squares, triangles, and so on, yeah. other geometric shapes. And then each one is a different colour. 
It's almost like, like a, a patchwork. I was going to say, it was like a, just about to say, like a patchwork quilt. You know? <laughs> I beat you to the fun. <laughs> you know, if we look down on the landscape from an airplane, we, we mm. often look at the Irish landscape and think it's a patchwork of fields, field patterns. Again, so you're, is a sort of you're reading my mind again. That was exactly what I was thinking of. My, my only experience of seeing something like that is if you're up high enough in a plane, Yes, the landscape takes on that kind of patchwork quality. All the fields and everything become less definite. And he's taken that and he's put it in the foreground. But there's an interesting thing about this particular painting in terms of the way that it's made. What are the mountains made out of? Well, I suppose while we might think of a a canvas, a typical canvas painting, you'd usually use oil paint, uh, let's say. But the artist has mixed in other less usual materials. So plaster and sand are in here too. Ah. So this is kind of the great treat. I think people have instantly taken to loving this painting because they, you know, they see it on the banner outside the gallery or they see it from a distance in the gallery. But the closer you get, the more it's revealed. And it actually has such the most magical colours, but also the texture when you're up close to it. It glistens, it is it isn't flat, so these plaster and sand areas that are adhering to the surface of, of the canvas are slightly 3D, so it almost feels sculptural as well. And it just creates an environment that you want to sit in front of or stand in front of. I suppose maybe that's the idea of Eden, that you're completely immersed in in a place and perhaps all your worries fall to one side. It must be an interesting process for an artist to try and figure out how big a canvas they're going to actually work on. Some people like working on very large canvases, other people don't. They just don't like the scale or anything like this. Obviously, Tom Clement felt very comfortable working on this scale to allow you to let it wash over you from a certain distance and then draw you in for closer inspection to see what more was was at work within the painting. Well, this is it. And I think Tom moves between quite small works that you would hold in the palm of your hand right right the way up to something as large as this. It tends to be that he begins a painting and allows the process to take over. And I think he says it best himself. He says, the way I work is largely intuitive. Mm -hmm. Painting for me starts a process of discovering unintended connections and relationships. And so he says the first marks and structures that he makes on the canvas create an environment for a process that requires me to constantly reevaluate what's important so I can find out what the painting will be. His process is a journey of discovery. Each choice then moves him towards resolving what what his mission is, which is to complete this work. But mm. it, it, it unfolds, essentially. And I suppose these geometric patterns feel like folding, don't they? Like, yeah. almost like origami. Yes. Yeah. If you flattened it all out. And they're also slightly psychedelic as well in, in the colour choices that he has. Very striking colours. Just one, one last thing that, that struck me when you were talking there. As an artist, of course, it's a voyage of discovery. But this is part of a 10-year cycle that he was going through. This, this particular painting is part of a sequence or a series that he's done over 10 years, isn't it? Yes. He tends to work in series of paintings. 
each part of a series attacks the problem from a different angle or continues a train of thought. And so this is a very significant body of work that he's been working over the last decade. They're tremendously popular as well. <laughs> I think as soon as they go on display in commercial galleries, they, they get slapped up. So we feel very lucky that we, we got this one. And he says, particularly of this, that it is an important piece within the group's paintings. I think we're very lucky to have secured this for the National Collection. It's there for everyone to enjoy. That's exactly what I was going to suggest. People can watch it online, of course, but I think that just pales by comparison to the experience of enjoying it in person, for real. Just catch it in its original state as it was intended by the artist as part of the New Threads exhibition upstairs in the Gibson Galleries. So, Michael, I think it's your job to invite everyone to come along and experience that for themselves. Yes, please. I mean, I know that people may still be a little bit apprehensive about going to their their local galleries or museums. But, you know, we have all of the usual procedures in place to ensure that people are as safe as possible. And, yeah, it's just a real jewel in the heart of the gallery at the moment. It really beckons you through. So it's on our first floor. The exhibition is open every day until the 5th of September and entry is free. Okay, Michael, yet again, thanks a million for bringing us into the world of art and hopefully we manage to get some sort of picture across on the world of radio to everybody listening to the show this morning. Thanks again. Thanks a million, Connor.